Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? Well, it's a Deep Slant Podcast in the off-season with a current player, which is somewhat unusual, I think. Normally we get players in season, but uh, this was a special exception. And I hope that I can bring you more players like this throughout the off-season. But my next guest, Obonio Okoronkwo, he goes by Obo. He also goes by OBZ. He signed with the Texans this off-season as a free agent. He's played four seasons with the Los Angeles Rams from 2018 to 2021, but he's actually from the A-Leaf area. So he comes back to Houston, signs here with the team. He's in off-season conditioning workouts, and he actually went back to Las Vegas this month, uh, late last month, for the NFL draft because he's big into photography, and the NFL asked him to take some pictures on the red carpet. So wanted to get the story from him, what that was all about. Also, what it's like signing with his hometown team, playing for Lovey Smith, and what he hopes to bring here to the Houston Texans defense. So he's listed as a linebacker. He talks about the D-line. I think that, uh, you know, that remains to be seen where exactly he fits in. But he's gotten to work already. He's got big plans for this offseason here in Houston, what he wants to do to give back to the community. And I was really fortunate to catch up with him. And he's quite a character. He goes by OBZ. He's got a lot of personality. His Instagram, he actually has a separate Instagram account for his photography as well. So we're going to get into all of his uh his photography skills and his hobbies and more in this podcast. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Let's get right into it. Let's meet Obo, a.k.a. Obizi Okoronkwo, here for the Houston Texans on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Joining me today, Obo Okoronkwo. There you go. I All right. It. And it's Obo is short for? Obonea. Obonea. So I can call you Obo. That's you, cool. You can call me Obo or Obizi, whatever one you like. Oh, I like Obizi. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's your, that's your handle on Instagram and Twitter and everything, yes, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. So Obo is, Okoronkwo is Nigerian. Yes, ma'am. You're from Nigeria. Yes, ma'am. Or your parents are. My parents are from Nigeria. Okay. Well, welcome to the Houston Texans. We just signed you as a free agent here in March, but you're not really new to Houston because you grew up in Ailey. Yes, so ma'am. what's it like being back in H-Town after all these years? Um, it's a dream come true, you know, to be able to go win a Super Bowl and then come home. Like, that's like a, a storybook. It really is. I mean, you were a part of the Rams championship run. You played in all the playoff games. Was making the decision come, to come to Houston about the location? I mean, what when did that decision to come sign with the Texans? Just love you some this system that he runs here. It's just very player friendly. It's very D line and pass rusher friendly. Then getting to come home, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't pass on those two things. Yeah, I mean, he says it's a linebacker friendly defense. You're a linebacker, so what excites you the most about playing in this defense? Uh, just being able just to, uh, just to go, you know, just to react and, and use your athleticism and run. So, although you obviously you play football, you got a lot of talents as well. And we just wrapped up the 2022 NFL draft in Vegas, and you were a correspondent for the NFL. You were out there with your camera. I knew you like to take a lot of pictures. So, tell me how that all sort of came about. You getting to do that for the league? I think somebody uh, heard that I, I like to take pictures, so they hit up the Rams. I guess the player personnel people, and they were like, "Oh, he's not here anymore, but we can shoot him the message," you know. So uh, it was Jack Quez McClendon from, from the Rams. So he texted me like, hey, I have an opportunity for you. You know, and I'm like, 
you know, let me hear it. And then he was all like, he'll be shooting the red carpet for the draft. And I'm like. <laughs> like well, okay, but how do they know, how does the league know that you're a photographer? Have you been taking oh, pictures so, for a long time? So during the Super Bowl, um, I wanted to do something really cool because, you know, that's like a, it could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. it won't be. Okay, it won't um, be. So Uninterrupted uh, hit me up and wanted to, wanted me to do, like, something well, with my photography but because I guess they stumbled across my page. I'm with Clutch Sports. So, okay. you know, yeah, so when they stumbled across my page, they asked me if I wanted to do something, you know, with my camera for the Super Bowl. So I, I just, you know, slept on it for a couple of days. I thought about it, and then I came up with the plan to get a bunch of disposable cameras, give them to everybody in the locker room, and just log the week through the disposable I cameras. I saw some of those pictures. So we, okay. So we even uh, logged the the game after the game, going to the game the week of practice, on the field, out in the locker room, and then even the parade. And then we turned in all the pictures, and then um, we got to, all, as a team, look through all of them, and it was That's really amazing. fun. Yeah. What was the best part about covering the red carpet at the draft? I mean, obviously, I would imagine the Super Bowl is a little bit more stressful because you got to play a game, but now mm -hmm. it's like you could just focus on your craft and take pictures. What was the most enjoyable moment of just covering the draft? I think just seeing uh, the young guys with their families, you know, just uh, seeing them enjoy their day. You know, it was a lot of just genuine happiness out there. It was beautiful. All right, so how did you get into photography? You've been doing this for a long time? Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. I think it was always a hobby of mine, but um, a couple years ago I got I had an – like a six-week injury on my elbow. Okay. It was about. It was like my second year in the league, and when I was down for the for that time, just to just to stay up, keep my spirits up, I sort of just got into it a little bit more, and then from there, it just it just grew bigger and bigger. So, how much equipment do you have? Because I I dabbled in photography like a long <laughs> time ago. It's not cheap, but how how many lenses? What sort of equipment are, you, are we talking about here? Uh, I got a couple toys. Uh, I got I got a. What's your camera, first of all? Sony A7R III. Okay, and I'm how much? I'm a Sony guy. You're a Sony guy. All and right. that, that's it's, it's, a, it's not too pricey, but it's a it's a medium like priced camera. Okay, and then how many how many lenses would you say you have? Maybe five. Okay. I got um, I got some prime lenses. That, that's just like a just a, you know, 50 or 35, and then I got a lot of zoom lenses. You know, just some that give me some more depth and. And such. Okay, so I saw some of your pictures from the draft. How many lenses did you have to take? How much equipment? How long were you working? What did the days look like when okay. you were there? I worked for about three hours. I brought one cam. Oh, I brought two cameras: a film camera and a digital camera, and then two lenses for the the digital. Okay. So I switched between those. I got some for portraits and some for just why everybody was just mingling. Was there any pressure? Did you feel stressed doing that? Like, did you feel like? Oh, no, not this at all. This is a high-profile high moment, like you're trying to capture them all. I was just having fun, honestly. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was really cool, you know. Um, it wasn't like, so me being on the on the red carpet and talking to them is different than a regular photographer because they know I've been in the league for five years. That's true. So, you know, the way that they receive me and talk to me is a little differently than they would a regular photographer. So we were just having fun. We were talking. We were, they were even asking me questions like, like that only like me and them could hear. It was cool. Okay. Did did it kind of bring you back to your first year in the league and just Definitely. you know being yeah. Uh just like all those question marks, you know, like you know you're going to get drafted, well, you hope you're going to get drafted and then it's just like it's just a just a a bunch of questions afterwards like, you know, when do I have to leave? When do I have to show up? Do, when I get there, am I going to be in shape? Or, you know, there's just yeah, all these sure, questions sure. that you have and then you know, we it was cool that I could just alleviate some of that for them. All right. So I find it interesting that you said you only took up photography <laughs> When you were in the league. So growing up, I had read somewhere that 
you only started playing football as a sophomore in high school. Is that correct? Yes, so how did you get into football, first of all? <laughs> um, so I uh, – Probably somebody saw you and was like, this guy yeah, should so be playing football. I, I, That's usually I was, how it works I was, out. But. I wasn't always uh, this build, you know. Um, okay. I had like a, a growth spurt, I think, that summer going into sophomore sophomore year. Were you athletic? Did you play other sports up I until skateboarded. then? You skateboarded. Yeah, skateboarded. Like you weren't playing any team sports? No, ma'am. And then who saw you and said, you know what? This skateboarder looks like he'd make a good football player. It was two, two of my coaches. One of them, uh, he was like my health teacher and my coach. He's Brian Randall. Uh, he's, a, he's a coach out here. I was going to say, your skateboarding coach? Oh, okay, no. <laughs> your health teacher. Yeah, my okay. health teacher. He was a, a health teacher and a coach. Okay. And then um, my other coach, Coach Lanza, they were just like, hey, man, like you're built to play football. And I was like, mm, I don't know because I hadn't really – you know, played from that point. Sure. I've watched it, and I, my dad's like a big fan, but I had never really just been, like, got to just get physical with anybody, you know, like ever. So then when I went out there, it, it was fun. It sort of came natural, you know. And I played a couple games, and by the end of the year, I had a couple scholarships to go play, you know, at good, like really, like, good schools, and that was an opportunity of a lifetime. So well, that, Yeah, of so, course. So football, like, from that point on, like, I knew like it was gonna be what I need, you know what I what I did to propel my life forward. Before you became a football player, if you weren't gonna do football, what were you planning on doing? I wanted to be a social worker. You did. Yes. Ma'am. Okay. And what propelled you into social work as a um, career? Just like giving back to my community. Um, uh, where I, I feel like where I'm from, um, it's a little different. A lot of people don't know what they want to do after high school. You know, I feel like I just want to be able to be a voice and you know just a guide for like children my age who felt how I felt at that time. All right, so you're now you're back in Houston. You grew up in A-Leaf. What's it like being back in Houston after all these years? Man, I feel, I'm feeling the love, man. You uh, are? I'm feeling the love in the city, you know. It's just it's just great everywhere I, everywhere I go, you know. It's like I feel like oh, do like do these people even know my name? They're calling me Champ. Like <laughs> <laughs> Do you did you go back to your old stomping grounds? Did um, you go back to A-Leaf or check out the high school um, not, or your neighborhood? Not, not yet. yet. Uh, I planned on throwing a camp soon. Um, okay. So when I threw that camp, I was going to invite like everybody from like A-Leaf, the Southwest A-Leaf area to, for for a camp for the kids. All right, tell us about the camp. When is it? Where is it? And how do people sign up? So no dates yet. We're still working out the logistics because I want the D-line there. I'm okay. trying to get uh, my D-line coach there. So we're all just trying to find a date that works well for all of us. But I, I'll let you all know as soon as I know. All right, so coming out this summer sometime in Houston, you're going to put on a football camp yes, ma'am. for kids. Uh-huh. I'm also going to have like a health day. I'm going to do that with Juiceland. Okay. Yeah, with Juiceland. I'm just trying to, you know, just promote health uh, and, you know, um, I, I I think health is like really important, and I think that we should like inform children about health before Being healthy before, and, before yeah. they're adults. You know, I learned when I was adult, but I wish I wish as a young child that somebody would have just showed me what health you know some healthier options. So I'm having a health day with Juiceland. We're just gonna just you know just promote wellness. How healthy are you now as an athlete, as a professional athlete? I mean, I have my cheat days, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, honest, yeah, yeah, for the most part, I'm fairly clean with my eating. All right. So, how about this off-season workout program? I know you're sort of in the middle of it now, but but what about for you personally? This off-season, what what's it been like for you? It's just been, getting to know your teammates. It's been fun meeting everybody. There's a lot of personalities in there. Uh, there's a lot of talent in there. Mm-hmm. And then the draft, we had a we knocked the draft out of the park. So you know, I'm just ready to see it all like come together and be cohesive. You know. Really excited about being here. I love the way that this team works. You know, uh, every day I feel like this team is just getting a little closer and a little better. I'm excited to see what what happens this fall. All right. Well, we're excited to see you as well. And maybe we'll see some more pictures from you here at, like, camp or throughout the season. Yeah, maybe. Right now, right now, 
worried about winning the championship. All right, I like that. Well, you've got experience there as well. So thanks so much for joining us. Obo, Okoronkwo, <laughs> Obizi, for sure. Right? We're going to call you Obizi because <laughs> yeah, I, like I feel that. like that sort of rolls off the tongue. Pleasure meeting you, and best of luck this season. Thank you. All right, and if you want to follow him and you want to see his pictures, Obo's Instagram account, his handle is obezy45, O-B-E-E-Z-Y 45. And he's got a separate, like I mentioned, Instagram account for his photography. That's Ramon's Archives. So be sure to check it out. He says he he's from A-Leaf, uh, but moonlights as a photographer, Super Bowl 56 champion. So quite a character. Can't wait to see what he brings to this defense, along with some of these other new free agents. Hopefully we can get some of them on the podcast as well, because OTAs are going to be underway in the next few weeks when phase three of the offseason program kicks off and we'll get players in the building, players doing media availability, all that, and much, much more. Can't wait to see it. This, this offseason is just flying by, especially now that the draft is in the book. So lots to look forward to, and I'll keep the podcast rolling as often as I can. But that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. And as always, go Texans.